Hey everyone, welcome to The Well Podcast. I am your host, Grace, and you hear my co-host in the background, my my toddler. <laughs> as uh, as those of you who may, um, if this is not your first time here on the show, you already know that I am a wife, I'm a mother um, of two boys, three and 15, and with the way life goes sometimes, hey, they just end up being my co-host. So just, but at the end of the day, the well podcast here at the well, we are, it is just a conversation style, just connecting, talking, chopping it up and just doing life. I mentioned last week that starting today, we would be starting a new series and for those of you who do not know this, I am actually I actually authored a book about two years ago. The name of my book. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I actually authored a book um, two years ago. The name of my book is called "Labeled: Uncovering Your True God-Given Identity." And I feel like more than ever, especially in the days and the times that we're in, it is highly, it's detrimentally important for us to know our identity and know who and what God has called us. Because the truth of the matter is this. I'm Grace. I'm a human being. If someone were to come up to me today and tell me, Grace, you are a giraffe. I'm going to look at them sideways. And that is exactly what it is, I believe, that we, the confidence we ought to have. We don't, I, I would not for one second start second guessing myself and saying to myself, am I a giraffe? Like, dang, I do kind of have a long neck. I don't know. Like, like you don't start, like, you know, I know I'm not a giraffe. I do not have giraffe DNA, nothing. Like, I am not a giraffe. And it is the same when it comes to our identity and who we are and the things that God has said over us and spoken over us and what he calls us. And all the enemy can do is come and be a counterfeiter and a liar because anytime he opens up his mouth, he's lying. And so we just have to, the, 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 my prayer is that as we get ready to go through my book, because what I will be doing is going through each of the 26 labels that I write about in the book. Now, I wholeheartedly believe that there are way more than 26 labels that God has called and spoken over each and every one of us as believers. Um, the labels that I speak about in my book, uh, when I'm when I when I was sharing it and writing the book, it was catered to women because I'm a woman, and so I spoke from my experience. I spoke from some of the things that I had gone through and just some of the labels that the enemy tried to use to cover up the labels that God had already spoken over me. And so I'm fully aware that there are some of the labels that as we go through this book, um, that may speak louder than others to you. And also, like I said, I'm being that I'm a woman and I wrote the book with women in mind. It does not mean that as a man, if you're listening to this, that you're not going to have things that are not going to speak to you. And again, I encourage any man who is associated with a woman, knows a woman, loves a woman that you definitely stay tuned in because I believe that this will as we go through this series that it will help you see things from our perspective, especially as a Christian woman. 
Um, and just as a woman, but just again, I keep saying as a Christian woman, because before anything else in my life, I am Christian before I am black, before I am a woman, I am, I am a Christian. That is the most important thing in my life. I'm not perfect and I don't use it as an excuse. I am growing every season of my life. I grow. I thank God that God does not expect perfection from us, but he does expect progress, just like any good parent would. You expect progress from your child because you know you do not want them to be stunted stunted in their growth. God expects growth from us. He expects progress from us. Any any good parent knows that each child develops differently. And I, I bring this up quite a bit because I feel that we need to get out of this mindset of being paper cookie cut cookie cutter Christians thinking that we all look the same thinking that we all grow the same thinking that because we do not struggle with one thing in one area of our lives means that we get to look down on a person who may be dealing with something that we don't deal with so um again (laughs) actually gonna just jump right into this today so um real quick i just want to share a cool little story so about the book so the lord actually gave me this book to write in 2009 and in 2009 was about a year after i got saved i mean he gave me about four or five different things put gave me a download about four or five different things that he had called me to do and of course, just me being mean, just dealing with insecurities and different things. I was excited in the moment because first of all, that was the first experience I ever had with the Holy Spirit, just giving me download of information. And that's how I knew it was him because it was just a download. It was just like, you know, I didn't know it one second and all of a sudden it was like, bam, 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 bam. Like literally something like it was just being downloaded in my spirit. One of the things that he gave me was my book told me that I was meant to write a book and gave me a blueprint of how of what the book was going to be about and just over the years um different series of things um gave me the title of the book and then about um um literally the day I finally started writing the book um it took me had taken me about 9 years to write the book finally get the confidence to write the book and Um, and then it ended up taking me when I actually started writing the book, it took me a month, (laughs) a month to write the book because the, and the really cool, interesting thing about when I, I believe I was finally at a spot where the Holy Spirit was going to just be able to speak to me for me to just take down and cause the book was a healing process for me and it still is a process, healing process for me. Um, Cause I literally was in the kitchen cleaning up and one of my biggest issues that I had or, um, uh, situations that I was coming up against was, was feeling overwhelmed because I kept asking the Lord. I'm like, Lord, I know I'm supposed to write this book, but I, you know me and I need to have some sort of blueprint as uh, on how to write this book is what I kept saying to the Lord. I didn't know how I was going to write it. I didn't have like a a, a, a a game plan, an outline, nothing. And so I literally was cleaning in the kitchen one day. And again, just this is just how from my experience, how the Holy Spirit speaks to me just comes out as, as a download. 
and I'm in the kitchen scrubbing the stove and literally I get this download in my spirit regarding my book saying, Hey, the name of your book is labeled. So how about we go, we're going to, how about we're going to write a book going through from the letters A through Z. And that's how you pick a letter. You will use each letter A, B, C, D, E, F, G, all the way through Z. And you will, there'll be a, a, a label attached to each of those letters and you touch on those and so it was and and so when I got that without a shadow of a doubt I was like wow I got excited ran called my husband and the rest is history and when I tell you that it took me like I honestly felt like I was just I can't even explain the feeling I had when I was writing this book, the confidence I had knowing, just knowing full well that I was operating in one of my God-given talents and purposes, there was no, there's no feeling like when you know you are in the smack dab doing what it is that God created you to do. And I think that's why it took me a month to write the book. It literally took me a month to write the book. I mean, I'm talking about it took me a month to have the book ready, period. Uh, and and just like have everything out there. It took me a month. And of course, we went through the whole editing process of the book and all of that. And then it ended up coming out, you know, a couple months, a few months later. But as far as just getting it out and I literally, before I would go through each label of the book, I would... I would just ask the Holy Spirit to have his way because like I said, the book was a healing process for me. So let us jump right into this. As I told you already, um, you know, we're going through, these are 26 labels that we're talking about here because we're going through A through Z and there's 26 letters in the alphabet <laughs> for those of you who didn't know. But um, I know that there are way more than 26 labels. There are some labels that I probably don't even talk about on here that maybe label you know that that you already know that the lord has called you and the enemy has tried to cover up those labels so don't think that it is limited to these 26 labels that i'm getting ready to touch on their labels upon i mean i could probably write 50 million series on labels that and things that the lord calls us and speaks over us and um so today we are going to be starting with with the first label of the book. And that first label is the letter A. For those of you again who didn't know, your alphabets, come on now. Letter A. And the word, the label that the Holy Spirit gave me for the letter A is that we, I am accepted. You are accepted. God accepts us. That is the label that we will be discussing today. So what I have done, like I said, I had my book available for free download these last three days. Um, I believe it is set back to um, for purchase. Uh, my book is available online at um, on Amazon under my name, Grace Uzo Adams. And the name of the book is labeled Uncovering Your True God-Given Identity. The book is available for purchase for $7.99 in ebook format. And... Um, I probably will be doing another promo later on in the future. Um, but, and if for some reason, please, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, if you want to follow along and you're not able to purchase the book, please reach out to me on the podcast and I will send you the book for completely, for free, for free. So if you, if you, if you want to go along and you want to read this book alongside the podcast, 
reach out to me. My email address is graceuzoadams at gmail.com. And I will email you a copy of the book for completely free because I do not want money to ever be a hindrance to your growth. And But if you're able to purchase the book, purchase it for yourself, for your wife, for your cousin, for your auntie, for your neighbor, for your everybody. Just purchase it. <laughs> Support your girl. All right. All right. So before we get into this label, um, let's go ahead and just have a time of prayer. Father, just thank you right now that as we get ready to go through this label of the fact that we are accepted, that you have labeled us accepted, that you accept us, that Lord, every hindrance, every distraction, it falls to the ground right now. It is, it is us and you, God. Have your way, Holy Spirit, in this moment. Speak to us. Speak through me, God. Speak through me. Holy Spirit, everything you want me to speak and touch on, pray that it will be so right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We praise you, God. We worship you, God. We magnify you, God. You are so good and we love you. We thank you for the healing that's in this place and in this moment right now. In Jesus' name, amen. So um, I will probably be on the label of accepted for about three episodes. I'm anticipating two to three um, podcasts. So because I, I, there was no way I was going to go through the entire book and just be able to really touch on everything. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to just go over because as because as I, I as I've reread the book, I took down notes. So I'm going to go ahead and just read some of the notes that I have been taking as I'm reading the book, and then just discuss that. So one of the first things I wrote down was the burning desire we have to be accepted to show that we are enough. And just in the beginning of the book, I talk about how negative emotions surface when we feel rejection instead of acceptance or being accept accepted. And the truth of the matter is, why is it that within ourselves we have... Because honestly, if we really think about it, every a lot of what we do, a lot of what we do, even in the day and age of social media is to show people that we are enough, that we're accepted. You can accept me. I'm cool. Like, welcome me in. Like, take me in. Like, regard what I'm saying. Take what I'm saying in high regard because I'm accepted. I'm worth I'm worth accepting. I'm worth you accepting what I have to say. I'm worth you loving. I'm worth you believing in. Like, everybody has the uh, root need to be accepted. And the funny, crazy thing is that God accept, accepts us. And it just it just really breaks my heart that as a society and just in the world that we live in, that it's almost just kind of come it, it's almost like a fairy tale, oh up in the sky, oh God, cliche. Like it's almost become cliche to just be like, oh God loves you. Jesus loves you. It sounds like you're doing too much. It sounds like uh, you're just saying that because uh, it sounds like... Th- and it's like, that is the most important, the most important person that we will ever need to accept us, accepts us and has made every provision under the sun for us to be, to know that he accepts us and loves us before we even acknowledge him, before we even accept him. How crazy is that? How crazy is that? And the crazy thing is that we so badly, I know for me, just kind of um, 
just kind of like going back and I know I'm kind of probably stepping ahead of some of my notes, but just looking back on the fact that so much of the, the, the crazy things that I did in my life, especially when I was younger, all were connected to me wanting to be accepted by someone to show them I was good enough. When I was young, I was so promiscuous because I inadvertently was trying to prove to these people that I was being promiscuous with that look at me, I am good enough. Accept me, love me, be with me because I am enough. I was proving myself. I was proving myself. And just right now as I'm talking about that, I think that is why it's so crazy and so dope. And sometimes I think so difficult for us to really take in the fact that the Bible says that our righteousness are as filthy rags. Meaning that there is nothing we can, other than accepting the Lord and then working out our salvation. Because you do, you we do, we are meant to live holy. But as far as earning salvation earning our place to be back and right standing with god the bible says that our righteousness are as filthy rags there's no amount of work there's no amount of god look at me look at me that we can be like god is going to be like oh dang okay girl i see you all right i accept you god's like before you even knew me i called you before you were even before i was even a thought in your head i called you i wanted you i accepted you now we can work on everything else we can clean up all these other things but as far as you coming up to me i accept you i love you i am before we were even thinking of him think about that for a second the god of all creation because man and i'm trying to hold myself right now because there is a certain awe that i feel that we have just so lost when it comes to no, like we sing the song all the time, God of all creation. We sing all these songs, but it's like the God of all creation, like the God of all creation. Think about, close your eyes with me for a second right now. Think of on, on from an earthly standpoint, think of your favorite celebrity or your favorite or, or a person of of whoever that you feel like if you were to meet them right now you would lose your mind you would just go bananas you would just lose it and just imagine if right now you knew you're in your room or whatever and you knew that that person was in your living room how would you act how would you behave what would you all of a sudden be like, oh, dang, I got to clean up. I got to do it. What would you do? How would you behave? What would be your attitude? What would be your mood if you met somebody you here on earth, an author, a celebrity, an actor, a, a, a professor, a, 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 a somebody, the president, whoever that you met. And the crazy thing is we have free access imagine having free access to the president of the united states or the president of any country what would your attitude be and yet the god like god like god 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 the god of abraham isaac and abraham isaac and jacob we have free access to him 
he there's no degree of separation when it comes to God. God knows everybody and he knows not just knows them but he knows their hearts. He knows everything about them up down left right side to side all around. He knows them. And yet we have that freedom to have a relationship with the God of all creation and the God of all creations accepts us. The God of all creation once we accept Jesus Christ as our, as, as our Lord and Savior and that he was our atonement, he accepts us and writes our name down in the book of life. There is nothing more important. Yes, we are here and I, I'm, I'm digressing a little bit because honestly, it has been such an urgency in my heart these last few weeks and just even though honestly these last couple of months with everything that's been going on. Nothing else in this life matters if you do not know where you are going to spend your eternity. There's a reason why there's such an emphasis that it says that we should store for ourselves treasures in, uh, above. Because the things in this world pass. The things in this world perish. I say to myself, I, in a, a couple of podcasts ago, I was talking about how when I hear someone's passing, the first thing I get, I feel, is emotions of sadness. And then I automatically follow up with the, where are they spending their eternity? Because nothing, remembering them over here, yes, we can we can do that for ourselves. We can mourn them. We can celebrate their lives. We can all of that. But none of that means nothing if they are spending their eternity in hell. None of that means nothing if they're not in the presence of God, separated from him forever and ever. None of it means nothing. Please... Please make your salvation sure today. Please know that being a Christian does not mean that you're going to be floating on clouds and having to wear long white robes singing Kumbaya, my Lord. That is not what Christianity is about. Christianity is God has given you your personality. God has given you your character traits and everything for a reason. He does not want you to be a cookie cutter Christian. That's why I love anybody that knows me or talks to me for two seconds regarding my Christianity knows that I love Peter so much. I love him because Peter was a real dude. And I relate to Peter so much because Peter deep down inside was a person who wanted to do good, but then he got way too hyped sometimes. And I mean, but yet he was the only person other than Jesus who walked on water. Because he, he, he would be going, he could be going 100 miles, and sometimes he would outrun his own self, but he loved the Lord, flaws and all, and the Lord saw that, and he grew. And you saw, and you see Peter grow as you read the Bible, and read the Gospels, and read the stories in the Bible, that you see Peter grow. You see, as you see his story, you see him grow, you see him mature. You see him go from denying Jesus three times to leading 3000 to Christ in once in one sermon. And that's a prayer that I have been praying lately that I'm like, God, please give me the words, give me the anointing to win souls for you, to win souls for you. Cause people are dying without knowing Christ. People are dying without accepting Jesus Christ. And none of this stuff matters. I have been putting this hashtag lately, hashtag no lives matter without Christ. None of this stuff matters. You're working, you're saving, you're doing all this stuff. God forbid anything happens to you. I do not believe anybody's days on this earth is going to be cut short, especially if you're serving the Lord, that you will fulfill your days on earth. However long those days are are meant to be, you will fulfill them. But the the thing is, 
We have to be kingdom minded. We have to be heaven minded. We have to be about God's business. Period. Period. All right. I digress for a whole, I don't even know how long, but I'm going to quick, I'm going to just touch on a few points. I'm going to just kind of read through it and then we'll talk. So some of the points that I made were nothing we can do to, there's nothing we can do to make God love us more or less than he currently does. All right. So the enemy was using the tool of rejection instead of acceptance as a as a a, a, a way to make me feel like a second choice. He I don't know about you, but that's something that he has done. He has used he has put a, a, a label of rejection over the engraved words of accepted on me that the Lord has put um, to make me feel to also and then also to step into this bubble of comparison. I looked up these two, I, I, for some reason, I decided to look up the two most expensive paintings, the two paintings that, um, that have been the amount of money, how much they've cost, how much it has cost. And there's a painting called the Salvador Munchie. It's a 600 year old painting by Leonardo da Vinci. And can you guess how much this painting sold for? This painting that I'm talking about sold for $453 million. That is four, five, three, and then six zeros after that. I originally, I saw a thing that said 450 million and then it said, nah, 453. I saw, I put that three there. That's, and then the second most expensive painting was a painting called The Interchange by Willen de, de Kunin, and it sold for $312 million. Why do I bring up the whole narrative um, painting situations? Because the Bible says, the Bible says that we, 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 we are God's masterpieces. And Ephesians 2.10 it calls us God's masterpiece. We are created anew in Christ. We are born again. We are new creations that we can do the good thing that he planned for us long ago. God had a purpose in mind for us. I can't even imagine these men that painted these paintings that have now sold for $450 million and the $312 million. I promise you that's not what they thought it was going. That was not their plan, but God knew God, God created us knowing our end from our beginning. And the truth of the matter is that God, I just want to just reiterate, reiterate, reiterate. God accepts us. He accepts, he created us. We are, we are his handiwork. We are his love letters to the world. For those of us who, who have accepted him, and are living for him, flaws and all. He accepts, he accepts us. He accepts us. And we have to remove, allow the Holy Spirit to remove the label of rejection that the enemy has put over the label of accepted. Because the devil is a liar. He's a, he's a liar. And you are enough. I am enough. And we are worth being accepted because guess what? God so loved us that he sent Jesus to die for us. So if he looked at us that way and said, man, they're worth saving. Then who are we to dispute what the the creator of the whole universe, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords says over us? 
Who are we? Who are we? So, next point I want to, or next topic I want to um, briefly touch on. I just want to, I'm just going to kind of go through these real quick. And then, because I don't want this, <laughs> I say this all the time. It's 27 minutes in. Um, I'm going to just go through some of these labels real quick. And like I said, we'll, we'll discuss a lot of these things over the next two, three podcasts. It's probably going to be three podcasts because I um, just kind of felt led to share some things um, opening us up. Here are some facts. You are accepted by God, flaws and all. As long as you are alive and breathing, you are here for great things. You are not basic. I want to reiterate that these conversations and that we're having here on the podcast are not for a temporary high. It is highly important that as we discuss some of the things that we discuss as we're going through the book, especially, especially on these labels of knowing that you're accepted rather than rejected, is to really meditate on God's word. Meditate on God's word. There's a section in the book I have after each chapter, each label in the book called Make It Stick. That basically tells you and suggests some things that you can do to make each and every one of these labels be permanent. Because they're etched on you. And just really making this stuff go from being head knowledge to heart knowledge. One of my favorite definitions of the word accepted is this. It's to regard favorably or with approval. Welcome is what it says. Welcome. God welcomes you. The example that I wrote that I thought a pretty cool analogy that I thought of was you think about when you walk up to a door, especially like at the hospital grocery store, the motion sensor doors. As you walk up to it, when you get up to it, it's going to open up. It's going to welcome you in. It's going to welcome you in. And the truth of the matter now, when you go in and there's certain boundaries and things and all of that are in place, you, 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 you do according to what is behind the doors once you walk in. But the truth of the matter is exactly that. The door is going to open up to anyone who comes before, Je- to co- comes before Jesus and says, Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I believe you died for my sins. I believe that you took my place and I have become all that you became because you became all that I was. He will, that door opens up for you. He's never going to be like, ah, uh, nope, sorry, that except for that sin. He's never going to do that. So just to open up this first podcast of this new series and and we will probably we will dive into it some more over the next um couple of podcasts and really just reiterate and go through some of these things the label of of, of the first label we're discussing is that you are accepted say that to yourself right now i am accepted i am accepted i am accepted by god that is the thing i am accepted by God, because that is who it counts to. My husband used to be a, a, a hip hop artist, and his hip his uh his his Christian rap name was Serve One, and the the story behind that was that he was performing to an audience of one. He served one, and so even if you stand alone, even if you stand alone. Let us stop seeking the approval and acceptance of man. It's not to say that we won't get it. It's not to say that we won't get it. But if it goes contrary, if the acceptance of man will cause us to lose the acceptance of Jesus, then guess which one we got to choose 10 times out of 10. We are accepted 
we are accepted. Yes, we have to work on our, our salvation and work and grow and show growth and all of that. But know that Jesus loves you. He loves us. He loves us so much. And he has a great and mighty purpose for us. So let us grow together. Let us let us accept God's way of doing things. Let us let us know that this is a it's a, it's a it's a, a mutual relationship. But first, we have to accept all that God has done for us. And in doing that, I really believe it reminds me of the ver- the the verse that says, "Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and everything else will be added." As we accept God, we will learn to accept ourselves and who know who we are in Him. Accept God. You will accept yourself and you will begin to see yourself as God sees you. And when God, and when you see yourself as God sees you, can nobody come up to you and call you a giraffe and you even entertain the thought? Can nobody come up to you and tell you you're rejected and you even entertain the, top, the thought? Say that five times fast. Can nobody come up to you and think? <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and close out this first podcast of this new series. Um, believing that the Lord will meet you and touch you right where you're at. I pray a blessing over you. I thank God and just thank you for the opportunity to just, um, just thank you for listening today. I pray that the Lord will touch you and meet you right where you're at. If there's any need, I pray that he will meet that need, whatever it is, physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, socially, financially. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that that need be met. I cover each and every person under the side of my voice with the precious blood of Jesus so that no weapon formed against you or your loved ones will prosper in the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord's hand be upon you this day. And I pray that we will continue to grow and go from glory to glory and just be ready, be ready because I wholeheartedly believe with all my heart that the King is coming and we ought to be ready. Let us keep our hands to the plow. Let us share the gospel. Let us share his love. Let us share the good news of Jesus Christ and let us grow together and let us let's continue to just be who and all that God has created us to be in the mighty name of Jesus. You are accepted. You are loved. You are marked by the King of Kings and he loves you and has a great and mighty purpose for you. So stay blessed. Love you guys. Till next time. God bless.